Welcome to the backyard, Adam Deloge. Thank you. It's I'm a glad, beautiful spring day. Glad huh? to be. It is a very nice day. I'm glad to be out here with you. Thanks for saying yes. So your last name, Deloge, I'm, it seems like when I asked your family about that, Deloge has something to do with the flood. I, I've never heard that. You haven't? <laughs> I have oh, not. now see, I'm the one. No one has ever told me that. Oh, really? No. Okay, so. So it might just be that my dad knows it. <laughs> cool. So there is, is it a French name? Yes, I believe so. Is it true, Adam Deloge, that there is French nobility hanging on your wall in the dining room? Um, paintings and I'm not regal sure I'm not sure if they're I'm not sure if they're royalty so we have these paintings in our dining room and whenever we have guests over new yeah. guests without a doubt the guests will ask who is on the wall yeah and then my dad has to launch into this <laughs> saga this yeah. novel oh yeah of our family history and I've just heard it so many times that whenever that started I would stop paying attention oh right but I think I've done that too much now I have no idea what the story <laughs> is <laughs> it's been it's gone to the recycle bin yeah it's just gone I think there might be some kind of apprenticeship in America that happened okay because they were the f the people on our wall are the first two deloges in America oh I not see. just in the world ever oh right right um so I think there was some kind of favors were called in. He became mm. an apprentice or something. Yeah. And then bada bing, bada boom. Here you we are. We have a town in Missouri named after us. Wow. Yeah. And here you are, famous, famous podcaster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now there is some nobility because <laughs> of the fame that I have. I've been listening to the one that was about the, um, I'm on the one where, what, the record that was sent in, seven, in the 70s, and you guys are explaining planet Earth. The record to, that was sent uh, Was it not a record? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. The golden record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Man. Our message to aliens. That's my favorite one so yeah. far. That was a fun that one to deep, do. That is deep, man. That is really, yeah. really enjoying that. So we have gathered here today mm -hmm. to explore the things that spark joy in Adam's heart and mind. Adam, to me, is entertaining on two wheels. I mean, no pressure. <laughs> just be yourself, okay? But I'm just saying, I just feel like you're one of the best conversationalists of your generation. And you entertain me. But I admire you from afar. And I just think you're hilarious. So Thank you. And you're interesting and you're smart, just like your mom and dad. So I just want to know, tell me some of your favorite things, my friend. Okay. So the first thing that I really wanted when you told me what we were going to do it, this was the first thing that popped into my head. Okay. And it is a song. Oh. And it is Ario Speedwagon's yes. Roll With The Changes. I've heard you mention this on, oh, you mentioned it when you interviewed us on January 1st of this year. This is my favorite song of all time. I love everything about this song, and yeah. I say that this is a perfect song. And wow. if I have the chance, this I want this song to be the last song I hear before I die. Wow, yeah. If mm -hmm. I have that option, and it will be played at my funeral. Wow, so it's not just the words, it's the music, it's the, everything it's about everything it about is... everything about it, the organ solo at the end, okay. the way the guitar solo seems, has a a perfect seam uh -huh. with the organ solo. Everything uh -huh. about it is just an incredible song. And I could listen to it. If I had to pick one song to listen to for the rest of my life, 
it would be this song. Wow. It It'll be so interesting good. to see if it ever wears out for you. Like I don't it think it ever will. Ever will. Okay. Because it also fits every single mood ever. Interesting. You're happy? Roll with the changes. Sad? Roll with the changes. You need a t-shirt. You Angry? Roll, roll with, with the, the changes. changes. Got it. Um, I also remember the first time that I listened to this song. Really? We were on a road trip and we were driving into Hot Springs, Arkansas. Wow. Which is a very weird <laughs> town. It's, oh. It, <laughs> there's something just a little bit off about the people that live in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Okay. Um, it is the birthplace of Bill Clinton. Oh, If uh-huh. that gives you any kind okay. of idea uh-huh. of the people that live there. Gotcha. And there's these bathhouses because there's natural springs natural there so they springs. can fill it up. Yeah. And the bathhouses have not been updated in oh, many, many years. They are not rolling so with the changes. So it's very just kind of oh, eerie to yeah. be there. But that was yeah. the first time that I listened to that song. Uh-huh. And that song is just, I love that song so much. And it is without a doubt my favorite song. I need to give that another listen. I apparently, yeah, I, I didn't realize the gravity of it's the significance. So <laughs> okay. I like big, teethy smiles. So I am talking... Uh, like Kennedy, all of the Kennedys have these smiles okay. that take up everything. I mean, they can take up almost their whole face. Right. Mick Jagger has this smile. Okay, yeah. All the teeth. Like, I've never seen anybody's face. You probably don't remember Carly Simon. She's a 70s singer. But these people that smile and you, they don't even have cheeks anymore. They just <laughs> have this smile that goes you from ear to ear. all of the teeth. I don't know what that is, but I love it. I love it. I also love watching weird people. So this is confession time out here in the backyard too, right? So I'm sorry, but me and Ashley call it, my daughter call it, it's kind of the Pee Wee Herman syndrome a little bit Uh where you really should look away. Yeah, but you can't. You can't. It's Michael Jackson. It's so, yeah. um, And they're just fascinating. Anything that's kind of off the wall and they're doing something different, it's really hard for me to turn my eyes away. And I'll just settle in. I'll just settle in. Well, (laughs) do you ever get caught staring at the people? Like, do Um. the people who you're staring at ever (laughs) see you staring? Because I think then at that point, you might be the weird person. That's true. Where now you're kind of just staring at them. Yeah, that's true. Um, The one time that's coming to mind of yes is that there's um this man we've gotten to know him after summer after summer at the tuesday market a farmer's market in hillsborough and his name is michael and he lives at a group home and he is he's got one of the smiles that i just mm-hmm. described just happy and he wears his um cut off shorts that are probably higher than they really should be appropriately okay but he plays the air guitar when the people are performing um songs at the tuesday market in hillsborough he has got and he's got this long kind of curly hair Mm. he is bending over he is giving it all he's got and the thing is he's there to be seen and so he noticed that you know we were watching him so he you know now now whenever we'd go He'll see us and he'll give us the two thumbs up, like he knows rocking, and there. then he'll go rock and roll. Yeah. And so, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> He's great. What else do you love? My next thing that I wanted to get down was cookies. 
Amen, brother. Big fan of cookies. Um, oh, since I started college. Talk as long as you can about this, please. <laughs> I'm just going to sit since back. Since I and started enjoy. college, our school cafeteria, mm-hmm. which is notorious for being bad on all other fronts of food. Okay. It's just, it, 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 you know you, what you're there's getting. There's no, there's nothing good in there. Yep. However, they have these cookies mm-hmm. that I absolutely love. And they are the best cookies I have ever eaten in my entire life. Wow. No one else likes them. It's just me who likes them. Is it a variety of cookies? Can it be, or is there is so it one kind every There time? is a variety, and I have a running list of the best ones. Oh, top and, to bottom. But the main variety that's there consistently is chocolate chip. Okay. Let me see. if So these are the rankings. All right. The first one was a chunky chocolate chip that only existed on one Saturday and has never existed oh, since. Man, slip through your fingers. Yeah. The second one, chocolate chip. Third is snickerdoodle. Oh, I love that. Fourth is just their plain sugar cookie. Uh-huh. Five was the ginger snap cookie, which was funny because it was the doughiest cookie oh. that they've ever served. Okay. It had zero snap. Yeah. But it tasted so good. Mm, it's like autumn. It was so delicious. Uh, number six is oatmeal raisin. Okay. And number seven is their peanut butter cookie. Oh, I'm surprised peanut butter did not get a higher ranking, but. Well, it's not a great cookie. I'm a okay. huge fan of peanut butter, mm-hmm. but th- their peanut butter cookie is not that great. And so okay. those are all of the cookies that I think they've ever served. Are you a man who might put a cookie in a microwave for a few seconds and bring it back to a little bit of its I'm, out of the oven texture? I am texture? not. I will eat. Okay. I don't have a preference for this state that a cookie is in. Okay. It could be fresh out of the oven, delicious. Yeah. It could be sitting on the counter for a few days. Cookie dough? Yeah. You do cookie dough? Delicious. Cookie dough ice cream? Cookies are just so good. They're very versatile. Cookie dough ice cream, Uh delicious. Uh For my birthday, uh, I told David and Zoe, I said, what I really want is two giant cookies and then a bunch of ice cream in the middle, which they did. I totally get that. In theory, it was going to work a lot better than it did. Okay. But they made it, but the cookie was very thick. Uh-huh. And in practice, it didn't work out, okay. but it was still very delicious. <laughs> Got it. And cookies, I have only, this is a recent development within okay. probably 2019. Yeah. Did I find out that I just love cookies so much. There's a lot to love about cookies. They're simple. Everyone loves them. Mm-hmm. And they're so good. So good. Mrs. Fields smell, you know, like at the mall when you smell mm-hmm. Mrs. Fields. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. And you get the bag and it's like so greasy. Mm-hmm. It's coming through the bag. And shout out to Dina Merritt. Yeah. That is our local cookie, cookie supplier. Supplier. She's man. a Costco of cookies. She could have made a killing should she have gone into business. Yeah. She could. In fact, that from time to time, she'd say like, I could use a little uh, little side cash. She'd go home, make cookies, and we would be standing in line mm-hmm. practically in the uh, parking lot at the church building. Yeah. Man, that girl. They're so versatile. I think that's what's really good about them mm-hmm. is that you can do a whole bunch of different things with them, and they're not limited. Absolutely. Gluten-free, dairy-free, no-bake even. Yeah. Delicious. Oh, it's all good. It's I'm all with good. you on this one. Frogs. This is your next. I'm saying frogs. Okay, is my next. So we're gonna run into a little bit because I might have put it, put frogs on. I don't like. Oh, them. I also <laughs> have a don't like list. I didn't know you had one of those lists. 
I'm into the frogs. In fact, I made a special trip to your house one summer with a friend of mine, Sarah, and we came yep. over because you guys, you guys have fr have frogs in your backyard. Yes, and that is why <laughs> I don't like frogs. So we have a pond yeah. in our backyard, and somehow every summer, if this if the pond is filled up, frogs will find it they find it i don't know how they you get guys in have there are all fenced in i know it's we're amazing. not at all close to a large body of water but they just somehow find it and so for the past couple of years we have left the pond empty because if we leave it full the frogs there will just be so many frogs yeah they are so loud it's, oh, but that so, sound is but, like summer's but it's coming. Right, it's right outside my window. Oh, it's uh -huh. really, at a distance, frogs, yeah. very good. Yeah, it's charming. Up close, not so great. It's not working for your sleep. Um, so the past week we had some rain for a while, about a week. Yeah, we did. Two weeks. Mm -hmm. Pond filled up. Uh -huh. By the end of that, there were frogs in oh, there. Oh, you struck gold on that to I, me. I don't <laughs> <laughs> you want it? You just yes. we can transfer you the pool or the pond the over here pond. with oh, the man. frogs. They're just so cute. And yeah. I want to hug them and squeeze them and kiss them, and they're all my very own. I have nothing against. It's really just the sound. It is just, just the sound. Maybe just uh -huh. they need to dial it back a little bit. Yeah. And then I'd be down with the frogs. Yeah, I, I get that. I, sleep is a big deal. In fact, one of the things on my list highlighted in green because the green ones are the atom ones is uninterrupted sleep. Okay. So, yeah, if frogs were actually, if I had to make a choice between uninterrupted sleep and frogs, I would go with the uninterrupted sleep. Yeah. So, that's a big deal. I am with you on the sleep. I, since I started college, before I even started college, I have just become a serial napper. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Professional? I would say professional. I would say so much so that... At sometimes it would <laughs> it would impact my schoolwork. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what has happened, but I have just become addicted to taking naps, and uh -huh. I know that I've become addicted, and I've wanted to stop taking naps. Okay. But it has just not happened yet. Well, I mean, there's interesting science on sleeping, and like, there's hasn't there been like presidents that had their naps every day, and they were really productive. Maybe. And I mean, you know, if you can, if you, it's it's a skill. Yeah, I know that there are ways to nap that are that are beneficial, but I've just not implemented that. Okay. So maybe I should, just because the naps that are productive are not the naps that are satisfying. Oh, uh huh. But you don't feel good after a productive oh. nap you because yeah. you take a productive nap so that you can continue to be continue to do work right but that's not what you want to do after you take a nap uh -huh. you just want to you want to keep napping do you wake up and it's are you like is it 3 a.m what day is it who what's my name like you're really disoriented i usually have no idea how long i've napped for yeah so it might i think there have genuinely been some times where i have napped for 10 minutes yeah and i thought it was an hour interesting just because i lost track of time some good ram going on yeah i don't know one. what happens there but i think it's a very i think it's a placebo effect on okay. myself where i think that i might have napped for an hour but in reality but that's it's bonus though you only like lose 10, 10 minutes, minutes but you get an hour's worth yeah. that's bonus bonus but i do like sure. sleep big fan of sleep so tell me this 
Firm mattress, squishy mattress. I don't know. Okay. I don't think I've done enough research okay. on my mattress. My decade goal, one of my decades goal mm-hmm. is to get a larger mattress. Oh. When I went to college, I was sleeping on the largest mattress I had ever owned. Okay. Which was a twin XL. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So XL. I have grown up sleeping on a twin mattress mm-hmm. and I'm not a small man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it has been my You're a relatively goal. small man. You're it an is, average man. That's yeah. all I'm saying. It has been my goal to get a larger mattress, and I think that might come to fruition in the fall. Really? Um, but I'm not sure whether or not I'm a soft. I would say I'm probably more on the firmer side. Yeah. I don't kind of. I don't want a waterbed. Got it. I kind of want some. Got it. Kind of want it to bite back. Squishy pillow, firm pillow. At home, I have a very. F- firm pillow uh-huh and at college i kind of have a softer pillow that kind of wraps around my head yeah um i haven't noticed any sleeping difference on either so i think i might just be very versatile good my That's body good. is still coming handy strong yeah but as i age that might i might have to decide firm or soft <laughs> we'll see what else is on your list? What makes my next one joy spark in your heart is orange chicken. Orange chicken. Okay. So far, two of these have been food, but I think, yeah, that's it. Of the ones that I wrote down, this is the end of the food list. Orange chicken is delicious and I have nothing else to back it up with. I just enjoy it a lot. If there is orange chicken served, yes, I will probably order it. I'm on, I'm kind of on a quest to find the best orange chicken uh-huh. out there uh-huh. so far. And I kind of hate to say it. It's Panda Express. I was going to ask you, who, who has the best? I think they do just because they've nailed it perfectly. I think they've just done it so much that uh-huh. it's incredible. Kind yeah. of like the fries at McDonald's, right? They've just done oh, yeah. it so much. They've got it dialed down. They do. To a science. You know, it's going to be, yeah, crunchy. and So... I'm still looking. I don't necessarily want it to be Panda Express, but if it has to be Panda Express, yeah, I'm okay with that. Cause good, it's really good. Because that's probably your best deal, I would think, on orange chicken is going to be Panda Express. Yes. Chipmunks. Okay. So mostly, you know, not s- squirrels. I like squirrels, but when chipmunks, like when they get freaked out and they run, and then their little tail is like a little antenna in the back, mm-hmm. you know, and you can barely see them. <laughs> Kind of like the law of scarcity where you barely get to see them because they're so fast. And just all their little markings. And they're just so cute to me. Yeah. Chipmunks. I don't see chipmunks that often. Probably even fewer in Kentucky, huh? Yeah. We have a, on campus, we have a, um, we have a albino squirrels, which I don't think are actually albino. I think they're just white because they don't have like the albino eyes, but they're, um, they're kind of like Bigfoot, where you got to go find these oh. white squirrels. One time there was a football game, and there were these adults who came and asked me, is the white squirrel a real thing? <laughs> and I said, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they were convinced that it was not a real thing. But I was trying wow. to convince them that it was, in fact, a real thing. They thought that it was like the snipe, going hunting for snipes. Okay. And I said, no, I see it all the time. All right. It's all on campus. You now have to I have go. a goal in I even Kentucky. told them, I said, look, 
if you go here at this time, usually in the morning, yeah, it'll be white squirrels because I see them all the time for my morning classes. Wow, you're yeah. so lucky to be seeing albino squirrels. But not many chipmunks. Okay. Not many yeah. chipmunks. What about fireflies? Do you guys have fireflies out there? I think we do, but I just haven't seen that many. You haven't? <laughs> maybe by the time you come and go from yeah. school, maybe the times of year that they're out yeah. and about, maybe you're home or whatever. I would like I would like to see a lot of fireflies. I think they call them lightning bugs. Oh, li- lightning bugs. Yeah. Lightning bugs. That just, it's so, oh, I just can't wait to, when we're traveling and out that direction, to see them yeah. all glowy out in the field and everything. I think well, I probably will catch a few. And it's, maybe it's, again, the law of scarcity where we don't have that out here. And so it seems really super special to mm-hmm. me. They are very cool. Fireflies. What do you think about power tools? I am pro power tools. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. I hope that's not too uh, b- scary of D- an opinion. Divisive yeah. or... I do like power tools. Okay. Well, thank you for being vulnerable on that and saying... Are you also pro power well, tools? I am. Okay. And I just... You know, not that I've used a lot, a lot of power tools, but when you use a nail gun, you're like, there is no other way. Okay. When yeah. you are painting a house and, you know, you're pouring, your, you just kind of stick the hose in the five-gallon bucket mm-hmm. and you're just going for it. Yeah. While I'm saying that, I'm looking at the side of our house. Look at those spots we missed when we were. Yeah. Oh, I just noticed that. But <laughs> if we had angled it the right way, Adam, see those places yeah. we missed? That's the thing. You angle it the right way. How else are we going to get in? I feel sorry for people that before that power tool, they had to shove the paintbrush in those little places <laughs> in between. Power tools. Matt Taylor lended me his nail gun for months and months and months and months. And I mean, baseboards in the house. And I just, I believe in power tools. I'm just going to say that right here and take my stand. I believe in power tools. I think you should. (laughs) We're pro power tools. I do. I appreciate the convenience that power tools bring. Yeah. But I also can appreciate people who do work. Without power tools. Very artisan. I learned recently that woodworking is specifically not using power tools. And that it's fully manual tools. Which I thought was interesting. Wow. So it slows you down. Mm -hmm. You have time to contemplate Mm -hmm. how you want this thing to be shaped. And yeah, I could see that. There is something about, yeah, things that are created just with people's hands are really, really special, like hammered metals and things like that. Yeah, you make a really good point there. I see what you're saying. Okay, another one of mine. Yes, sir. I enjoy just sitting with people, with my friends, not necessarily having a conversation, just sitting and there isn't really a need for a conversation to keep going. I think this plays out specifically around campfires where we're just kind of sitting and we're just watching and no one needs to say anything and it's not like an awkward pause. It's just we're all silently enjoying each other's company and I very much enjoy that. Top and especially if there is a fire, I do enjoy fires. I think you can also do this um, at the beach, just watching the waves. 
because we're all kind of focused on the waves or the fire. No one really needs to say anything. So I was just going to be like, I was going to see how long I I could not say. I was going to test your love of silence. I I thought (laughs) Cindy might hate this. No, it was more like I was playing with your head, like, let's just yeah. see how much silence that you want Well, in a, in a one-on-one conversation, doesn't work that great, but <laughs> okay. kind of in a group, no. if we're all just kind of sitting okay. back and relaxing, Yeah. maybe on a nice sunny day, Yeah. it's really nice, and I really enjoy that. I think that says something about you. I think it says that you're comfortable in your own... You're an authentic young man. That's what I've always noticed about you. And silence is very authentic, isn't it? You don't have to artificially fill the silence with unnecessary noise. Yeah. 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 I I love that. And I think it's also because if you're going to do that, you kind of have to be with people that you know pretty well. Mm-hmm. Like you can't really do it with Agreed. people who you just met. Right. Because then it is kind of awkward. Yeah, you're so right. So to be able to do it, you already have to be with people that you enjoy being around uh-huh. and that you're comfortable with uh-huh. and that you enjoy just sitting there not saying anything. Yeah, better silence than a lot of, mm, yeah, noisy frivolity, mm-hmm. you know, kind of frivolity like what we're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, yeah, you can tell when somebody's just trying to fill the space, yeah. like, because they think maybe you're not appreciating the silence. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think especially if you're on like a long road trip with someone, yeah, you know, you need time to process what's already been said and yeah. just to kind of digest your own thoughts and yeah, figure stuff out. I think silence is, yeah. And I think it also can lend itself because everyone's kind of in their own head kind of thinking yeah. processing yeah um that they might come up with a really intriguing question that they'll be like right and then boom and then you have a really good conversation uh-huh conversation runs it runs its course yeah and you can run back to silence have you found that introverted people are sometimes the most interesting because of what you just said like extroverted people can also be fascinating but I think sometimes we assume that if someone's introverted they don't have much to say and I've kind of discovered that in some cases the introverted person that has taken the time to speak less and really ponder ideas and you Mm -hmm. know they're listening more and they're pondering more and when they finally will tell you what's on their mind sometimes they're like whoa I think they do they definitely I've noticed that introverted people that I know they'll I think they just think more I I think I don't think that often and they think more mm. so when they bring something up I will think wow mm-hmm. I would have never thought of that yeah yeah because they had because they're just sitting back processing all of it and then boom when something comes to them uh-huh. there you go and yeah it'll be incredible yeah. so if you're an introvert thank you yeah. For doing Thank all you your introverts. Thinking. For, <laughs> yes. And then sharing with us when we We'd pull love you out of your <laughs> introverts. <laughs> yes. How do you feel about speed or pulling G's? Have you ever been on a ride where you kind of feel your face kind of smash down mm. off of your skull a little bit? Okay. 
Because you're going so fast against gravity. I'll say I'm for that. That's fun. I like that. If there's no spinning, like G's yeah. plus spinning, like just n- nobody straight, wants nausea. You're on a salt flat trying to break a record. Yes. Just going. Like when we go um, ATVing yeah. on the beach, when we get down to the beach and yeah. we all just floor it. Yeah. That's fun. I mean, we're not getting... <laughs> We're not getting skin yeah. peeling off our skulls, right. but it's still fun. Mm-hmm. There used to be this ride that in my preteens that I would do. I Sometimes I would buy a whole roll of tickets and just do this one ride over and over mm-hmm. again. It was called the Hammerhead. Is that still a, do you know um, what I'm talking about? Or maybe the Hammer? Don't know. Okay. Well, it's just kind of like these two pods and there's two sets of two pods and they just kind of spin around in a circle and every time you do the circle your face goes Mm. and so it's just a yeah it's a weird sensation and it's hard though to find that combo of speed minus nausea yeah that's hard to come by and so horses is on my list too because that was one of the first fast things that I ever experienced Mm -hmm. So I thought for a long time, I want horses. And then I realized, oh, no, it was motorcycles, actually, yeah. and ATVs and such. And so going fast, mm-hmm. going fast is fun. What else you got, my friend? I have, this is a brand. And if you are one of my friends, you have 100% heard me talk about this if we spent enough time together. Is it presently on your chest right it now? It is presently on my chest <laughs> right now. And it, it is. is. Patagonia. Patagonia. I love Patagonia so much. Um, the reasons I love Patagonia. State your case. They make cool gear. They're mainly outdoor gear. Okay. Uh-huh. But the stuff they make is very cool. The stuff they make is also very durable. So you could theoretically buy a piece of Patagonia gear. Yeah. Have that for your entire life. Yeah. And even pass that on to your kids wow which is what i plan to do with the sweatshirt that i'm wearing right now Uh uh-huh three patagonia i believe runs either the largest clothing repair workshop in the world or Uh just in north america really could go either way but it's very large and what they do is they believe that everything that they sell yeah while it is yours they still own part of it so if it rips or gets torn uh-huh. You can send it to them, and they'll fix it for free. Wow. And they'll send it back to you. If they can't fix it, they'll refund you money so that you can buy a new one. The stuff that they don't use or the stuff they can't fix uh-huh. uh, gets recycled huh. into uh-huh. more of their clothes. Oh. The sweatshirt that I have on right now is made out of partially recycled um, water bottles. And I have two Really? Yeah. It's a great color. It's yeah. like a dark foresty green. I got this Love it. on my birthday. Yeah. So it's very special to me. And I it's probably my favorite sweatshirt. For a while, I almost wore it every day. And I think I went about a month or so without <laughs> washing it. <laughs> well, you said something in our first interview that, I mean, you do tend towards minimalism, don't you? Like you were talking, I think, in that interview about like, I just need one or two blankets. Yeah, I want to, but... As I've gone on, I realize that it's kind of hard and yeah. it's, it takes a lot of discipline yeah. to get yourself not to have a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, while I was packing up, because uh-huh. um, I had to move out of the dorm, I realized I have way more stuff 
than oh, I started with. Yeah. And I don't remember buying everything uh-huh. that I had. And I felt like I had just bought so much stuff. Because when I went out to, to school, I had, I think, one duffel bag full of my clothes. And then one suitcase that had my speakers in it and shoes. Huh. And that was it. And I brought uh, nothing else. Uh-huh. And then I remembered that we had to buy a bunch of stuff, okay. like sheets and all that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> all those necessary Good call there. things. Mm-hmm. Pillows. I bought two lamps. I bought a kettle. So, yeah, I do enjoy. If I could, I would just wear this sweatshirt every single day. Uh-huh. Just because it's my favorite sweatshirt. Yeah, what else could you want? Um, but when Patagonia is very cool. The founder of Patagonia still owns a hundred percent of his company which is very cool that's rare Um, i think during 2008 Uh during the recession during 2008 patagonia did not cut any of their employees salaries wow very cool man you really Um, know this company uh did you say where they're located they're located in ventura california okay additionally when the surf is nice and Mm -hmm. all the employees know that the surf is nice Uh there's no pressure at all to be in the office they will most likely all be out surfing which everyone does regularly but also all of the work gets done and the founder said that some productivity management person came to kind of look at their setup in their offices and he said the thing you do here doesn't work at all anywhere else of them just being like you can work whenever you want i see wherever you want yeah so I think it's a really cool company. I feel a career coming on. I, I it just seems like you. There's a destiny. <laughs> so I have signed up, where I get the emails for the job openings <laughs> for Perfect. Patagonia, but I am not at all qualified <laughs> for any of the jobs. <laughs> and I just look at them, hoping that one day maybe it'll just say we're looking for Adam Deloge. Yeah. And then I'll say that's me. And they will. If, if they knew the package, they would hire you. Yeah. They would hire you. Because, I was planning yeah. for the summer to apply to work at the retail store okay. in Portland. That's smart. Now it's kind of okay. fallen through with all of this. But I was doing my research, which is why I know so much. I was like, when I get called in to this interview, uh-huh. I'm going to be ready yeah. for anything they might ask me about any of the history. At oh, all. you are ready. Yeah. Oh, they need to hire you. Hire him, Patagonia. Yes, please. I will do pretty good work. <laughs> oh, he will. He will. The only the only thing I know about Patagonia, have you ever heard of this guy who who started his bicycle ride from where we camp every summer at in Florence, Oregon at Honeyman State Park? It, he he drove his bicycle from Florence, Oregon to Patagonia. Wow. Yeah. Uh, his name's Jedediah Jenkins and pretty interesting story. It's a long it's a Well, long ride. He, he, I think it was in his genes because his mom actually back in the 70s I think it was they walked across the United States of America and I think National Geographic followed that interesting. track. Interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. So that's my only Patagonia reference, but Yeah. Really really interesting. Adam Deloge, if they ever put you in contact lenses, get the disposables, okay? okay. Just would you will you give okay. me your word right now? I will get the disposable. So I don't know much about contact lenses. Yeah. So are there evidently 
two types. Well, I don't Dis- know how many types. Disposable. Well, there's probably well, there's hard ones. Like, why would you put something? Okay. Wow. Are there ones that are made to last? Because lo- I know yes. most of them are kind of one day, and then you take them out. And are there ones them out that and wash them. Mm-hmm. that are? more yeah kind of keep in longer they make a lot of optometrists nervous these ones that claim that you can keep them in for 30 days are like yeah i know it I says would that imagine, would you please yeah. not you know i'm nervous about yeah, that and i'm not an optometrist yeah, either yeah, that's dangerous keeping anything on your eye for yeah. 30 days yeah but these ones i just went years and years and years with these washable contacts and because the thing is you're laying in bed you're like Oh, great. You know, I forgot to take my contacts out. Mm. Well, now it's just like, hang on. And then you just (laughs) pull it out and you fling it into the sky. And then (laughs) I guess that's getting vacuumed up in a week. But yeah, just commit to me right now that you will go with the disposables. I I can rest easy. I think before I do that, I might just go with glasses. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. If I don't like the glasses, disposable contacts. And some people want glasses for, like, some people that don't even need glasses wear the glasses, right? Yes, my brother and my sister. Really? I didn't know that they didn't need glasses. <laughs> they won't say that they don't need glasses. Okay. But a few years ago, they went to the eye doctor, and the eye doctor said, you guys might need glasses, you might oh. not need glasses. Uh-huh. And then they both just jumped on that and said, we're getting Slice glasses. Up. So it's, I think it's very, very slight Mm -hmm. (laughs) the glasses that they need. Hiking caves. So I can't remember because I basically watched you grow up. I met your mom when she was maybe just a little older than you are right now. And that's how long we've known her. And your dad almost just as long, probably Mm -hmm. around the time that they were early married. Um, and so I've watched you growing up. We have hiked the Apes Cave together, have we? Yes. I've only ever done... The easy part, mm. I think I've done it, the easy part, two or three times, okay. maybe. Okay, yeah. Never done the hard part. I would like to. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Um, Bowling Green is home to oh, that's right. the largest, correction, the longest cave oh, uh-huh. in the world. Largest cave is in Vietnam. Oh. Um, but longest cave in the world, Mammoth Cave, have not gone in it yet. Oh, really? Um, might do that. Eventually. So when you first say were saying that, I was like, oh, it's that one where the, you, t- you get in the boat and you go. That is, I believe, Lost River oh, Cave. Oh, that's different. Okay. Um, but I think Mammoth Cave is not underwater. Right. So hiking caves is one of your... I love... I love taking in a lantern there and maybe if you have mm. the ability to turn it all the way off and just experience yeah. utter darkness for a second. There's no other place like that you can really look how dark dark that is. That is really it is it's interesting because it's like a different kind of darkness. Yeah. That you can feel. Yeah. It's really weird. It's like so if you're weird. just in your house, mm-hmm. it's not the same darkness. Yeah. Because I think you know everything that's in your house. Right, you're like, okay, here's where the bed is. Mm-hmm. But in the cave, it's just like, I have no idea what's out there. Yeah. And I can't see anything. And there's certain animals that can only live at that very specific temperature. Mm-hmm. There's almost no, in a lot of caves, I think there's not a really much variance on yeah. temperature. And it's this temperature that's really comfortable hiking. And the thing that I like about the cave that we've hiked together is that it's we're not talking like a chain and you... You go down the little trail, mm-hmm. and it's like, here's your lantern. See you when you come out. Yeah. And 
yeah, they let you kind of do your own thing. And I love how sometimes the, the ceiling or sure, whatever, yeah. it's really, really low. So you might have to crawl for a mm-hmm. while and then it's way, way up. And just then you may have to, it's like a combination of rock climbing and this and that. So that kind yeah. of cave that's not necessarily set up for tourism, but. Yeah. So I've also been in, so we've been in the ape caves, I believe in Southern Oregon, um, with the lava tubes, those okay. are some fun caves yeah. as well. Check that out. They're not like as kind of spelunking caves because they're okay. very just wide swaths okay. of where lava magma just kind of mm. went through. But they're fun. I do enjoy caves. Super and speaking fun. of caves, yeah, is my next like is earthquakes, volcanoes, yes. and plate tectonics. I could watch video of volcanoes. What is it about that? It is on my bucket list to see a volcanic eruption. And people say, just go to Hawaii. It's not the kind of eruption I want. I really want Mount St. Helens level of eruption. I would love to see that. Uh Obviously not at a point where I might die from it, but kind of yeah. at a distance, yeah. but also maybe a little closer. Yeah. So powerful. I would love to see that. I love plate tectonics. Uh-huh. Fascinating. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Earthquakes. Fascinating. Um, my major right now is geology. I didn't know that. It is. Cool. Because of plate tectonics, earthquakes and volcanoes, mm-hmm. but it turns out that that is not a large part of geology. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of boring now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll see where that goes. I did have a professor. This was interesting. Uh-huh. I did have a professor in Kentucky who is from Oregon huh. on the coast. Wow. And he's a volcanologist. Wow. So he studies volcanoes and he just gets flown to different places oh, around the world man. where there are volcanoes. There's a dream job, too. Which is like, and it's all nice places like Hawaii, oh, Iceland, yeah. yeah, South America. Yeah. So he's kind of on vacation, but just hanging out with volcanoes. Adam, can a volcano cause like lightning and stuff? Do I remember seeing I something where it can... I don't know, but I have recently, I think back in January, there was a volcanic eruption, but there was also a lightning storm oh, happening okay. at the same time. I don't... Uh, it might, but I don't think that it can okay. cause lightning. What do you remember about experiencing the earthquakes that we've had in during your upbringing here in Oregon? I don't think I've ever experienced an earthquake. Oh, okay. I know that I, ever so often they would just kind of be like, hey, did you feel an earthquake that happened yeah. the other day? And I would say, no, uh-huh. no earthquake. Uh-huh. Didn't feel it. Um, so I would, I'm not too keen on i'm less excited to um experience an earthquake okay than a volcano or sea volcano yeah. i still like to experience an earthquake i the northwest is supposed to receive a very large earthquake yes which i find fascinating because it can happen right now yes or it could happen in another 200 years mm-hmm. i mostly i hear like mount rainier i don't know if that are Mm-hmm. My, f- my, I have some friends that live in a federal way and everything, and I guess that yeah. one—that's the one they're really worried about, just because the city is right in the path. You know, if there yeah. Would be so we, I mean, living here, I might see a volcanic eruption just because yeah. we do have this um, yeah. 
continental volcanic arc. Uh-huh. There's a geology term for you. The cascades, actually, that okay. you have to drive over to get to the beach uh-huh. are volcanic. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to take your word for that. They are. <laughs> the one memory I have of an earthquake that happened, it was, I want to say, like 10 in the morning. It, I, we were homeschooling, and... Mm-hmm. And it, the house started shaking, and I told the kids, everybody, up on your feet, feel it. You know, like, it's party. Yes. I didn't say it's party time, but that was the vibe. <laughs> it was like, now's your chance. You, this is our experience. Yeah. And then I realized I'm supposed to be telling them yeah. to get under the doorways and everything. But I guess that's my natural. Um, I would probably also not yeah. get on. If it wasn't too bad, I would probably not <laughs> seek shelter. Um, okay. I'd probably get in a place where nothing's going to fall on me. Yeah. But I wouldn't be trying to, I wouldn't be getting into the cellar. Gotcha. I don't think you're supposed to get in the cellar in an earthquake. In an earthquake. Stay above ground really in have an earthquake, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about breakdancing? I don't have an opinion on it. Maybe <laughs> you can sway me. I just love stumbling upon breakdancing. So it's not going to happen very often, but sometimes you'll be in New York or something. Mm-hmm. And and there's actually a team of Asian young people in Beaverton. I was going to look up their name before this broadcast so I could put a shout out for them. Wow. They were at this um, Beaverton cultural festival thing and they did their thing. It's just so amazing. The athletic, you know, element to it. But the thing that's awkward in New York is there's always like this big muscular guy going around and shoving like a basket in front of you going like we're ready for you to donate you know like you have to contribute <laughs> yeah. to their livelihood so you better have some cash if you're gonna stand there or take a little video yep. but I love stumbling across breakdancing so the only breakdancing related memory that I have is watching this after school special <laughs> which don't exist anymore <laughs> right so it's an old ABC one or something but it was with mr t wow and he, i if i remember correctly he was walking down the street and came across these breakdancing hoodlums <laughs> and i can't remember if they tried to get him to break dance and he was just really bad and then they made fun of him okay or there was a kid who couldn't break dance yeah. And they were all making fun of him. One way or another, there was a lesson One to be One way learned. or another, there was a lesson from Mr. T. And then later, he taught them all how to work out. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> Don't be fooling. Yeah. All that. yeah. <laughs> there was later, he taught them all how to work out. And he was, there was also songs, which oh. he was pseudo rapping to. Oh, And wow. there was another one um, about pulling beers out of the garbage can and drinking wow. them, which wow. I didn't ever know was a issue oh because i'm guess, not ever pulling oh. things yeah no, i don't garbage. see you doing that i don't see you doing that <laughs> after school specials i think that that didn't start until your era but uh moss you probably are not seeing as much moss or maybe you're seeing a different um, kind of moss but I think it's a different kind of moss also yeah. kind of indifferent about it there have been a few periods in my life where i've wanted to grow moss inside Oh. And then it didn't work. Yeah. I've heard that you can blend up moss and buttermilk. Oh, yeah. And then spread it on stuff. Yeah. Like rocks that you want moss to grow. Yeah. And then moss will grow oh, there. I might have to try that. 
I wish that grass was moss. If all the grass could be moss, I think that'd be better because then you wouldn't have to mow it. And it just feels yeah. better underfoot. Moss does. Yeah. But it takes some very specific, I guess. I enjoy moss very aesthetically. I think it really adds a lot. Well, you know when cats purr. I do know when cats purr. Okay, so you know what purring is. Yes. So what other animal, I'm just going to state my case right here. You name one other animal that can make a sound that only means like, this is fantastic. I'm very happy and at peace right now. I love how this moment is going. I don't think. You know, cats have yeah. the market cornered on I've them. also heard that cat purrs have a medicinal quality to them. Absolutely. That they could heal every disease ever. ever if you're just around enough cats purring. Oh yeah. Yeah. I Mark has spared me being on the front page of the newspaper of Behold the Weird Cat Lady, yeah. you know, where like I said I like to stare at weird people. That would have been the direction of mm -hmm. my weirdness and so Mark has helped me to, you know, have my cat addiction under control. So Bella is all the cat I need. Mm -hmm. Got anything else, sir? I have the Dick Van Dyke show. Oh yeah, I heard that you like that. I don't I think you've personally told me, but really so growing up, we would watch a lot of old shows, mm -hmm. MacGyver, Andy Griffith, Brady Bunch, mm -hmm. Chips, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. One of the best ones, Dick Van Dyke show starring Dick Van Dyke, Mary Tyler Moore, da -da 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 -da. Maury Amsterdam, da -da. Rose Marie. Da -da -da. I can't remember what their son's name is. It's not Ron Howard because that was Andy Griffith. Right. But. For a while, that was the only thing I would watch probably when I was yeah. 12. I would just watch it every day. Yeah. And it was the only thing that I watched. And then recently, I watched a few episodes, and I w remembered how funny it was. Yeah. It's such evergreen comedy. Oh, yeah. That it will never not be funny. Huh. Like, it's mm -hmm. not, like, situational. Okay. Or it is situational, but it's not, like, specific for the time. Right. Like, it's not, like, ha <laughs> You know what happened to Kennedy? Right. He said that we're going to land on the moon. That's crazy. Uh -huh. It's like you can well, relate to it then, yeah. no matter what generation it's just all you're, you're just from. Really silly stuff and really funny. Mm -hmm. And it's probably one of my favorite shows yeah. of all time. And my brother got me a photo of Dick Van Dyke <laughs> that's on a canvas for my birthday once. Wow. Which I still have. Is it has it been hung up on a wall yet? It is not. It <laughs> did. It was for a little bit, and I thought about bringing it to college. Yeah. And I thought, it's probably going to be weird. Yeah. And then turns out my roommate also likes a Dick Van Dyke Nice. Show. <laughs> that was a roommate so of your destiny for sure. It yeah. might. It might. Uh, was that Hunter? Make its way out there. No. Not Hunter. Mm -mm. Okay. I listened to your Hunter podcast. Mm -hmm. It was a good one. Yeah. Hunter was a different person than I was expecting. I didn't realize how engaged he is politically mm -hmm. and just... Yeah, a very great. Ar articulate. Love He's a Hunter. great young man. Yeah, you you pick good friends. Poppies, um, white cake with white frosting. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, unrepetitious prayers, and this is something that I've noticed when you're leading a public prayer. I appreciate it's kind of like, what would your prayer sound like if you'd never heard anybody pray before? Like if you're Actually, the things that you felt most, most grateful for at the mm -hmm. moment and the things that maybe at this moment, yeah, you know, are really needed. So yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Flossing. Okay. I'm with you there. Yeah, at um, least once a day. Yeah. I have a friend who is a dental hygienist and we have had talks about 
how to get the most out of your teeth. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. So, Longevity. Yeah. So I we were talking about it recently. She told me to get a tongue scraper. She told me to get mouthwash. Okay. Same day. Got a tongue scraper and mouthwash, yeah. and I use them. Yeah. Is it life-changing? It was. So the first time, we were talking about how to brush your teeth. Um, and so you kind of have to be kind of more up on your gums. Oh. Oh. You're at a 45-degree angle. Gotcha. So I said, okay, I'm going to do that. Uh-huh the next time I brush my teeth. And Good so call. I did. And so I had not been brushing my teeth correctly, evidently, because it had made it made my gums sore for <laughs> just one brush I was sore for about a week which was probably a good sign was, that you had done the right thing yeah, I suppose it was a it was a good sign that I was now on the right track yeah. it was a bad sign <laughs> that I had previously yes. just been way off the rails but then the problem was is that my teeth were so sore yeah. I didn't want to brush them yeah yeah <laughs> but I knew I had to keep oh, brushing them just, to kind so of brave. level it out yeah and then after a while they were we're no longer sore, and they have not gotten sore since. Welcome so, to the other side. Thank you, dental hygienist. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a preference on the floss? Do you know there's so many choices? I like floss picks instead of the s- just the long the strands. String. Uh-huh. I think it's a lot easier, and it uses a lot less floss. Like yeah. it's like the plastic the thing. Are you talking about yeah, the exact amount you need instead of getting a whole strand? Yeah. And then wrapping it around I'm with your you. hands. That's my favorite too. What things spark joy in you, Adam Deloge? The last one, and this is probably the biggest one, okay. is I did not realize how much I enjoyed Oregon. Mm. <laughs> I love Oregon so much, mm-hmm. and I think it is the best state ever. Mm-hmm. I, I've traveled to many different states. I would say enough states where I can make a kind of educated guess. Yeah. Um, Everything about Oregon, perfect. The weather, mm. the sun, yeah. the foliage. Where I live specifically, I can get downtown 15, yeah. 20 minutes you can. on yep. a good day. Yep. I can get out to the coast, yep. hour and a half, two mm. hours. I've met a lot of people in Kentucky who say, oh, I've been out west. I went to California. They've all just been to California. Yeah. California is great. Oh, that's not Oregon. But... I think Oregon is often overlooked. Yep. And I've also been contemplating um, just living in Oregon for the rest of my life. Yeah. And I thought I would probably be satisfied if I lived in Oregon for the rest of my life. And I would probably not be too upset about that. Um, But I don't know yet. We'll have to see. I hear ya. I have made a list of things that I love about Oregon. And I made a piece of art related to that. And I, too, have, um, you know, I've, we went through, I don't know how many states we went through, but I've been through almost all of the United States. And there's those pockets. There's, like, Niagara Falls yeah. will knock your socks off. You know, there's the Badlands. Um, nothing like it. So, yes, there's this beauty around the country that, and the beaches in Florida. I mean, you could go on and on. But when you're talking about factor in all the package, I think it has something to do with the fact that we have both an ocean and a snowy mountain. I think that really that really seals the deal. That's I mean, that's deal. like such an awesome mm-hmm. just being able to have both of those. You can go up um, into Washington and you're into like the biggest um, rainforest in the northern hemisphere. Mm-hmm. Awesome. 
you can go south to California if you want even. Yeah. Cool. You can go to Utah. You got so much cool stuff out here. Yeah. It's all in pretty good traveling distance. Yeah. But I just think, obviously, every state has its beauty to it. Yeah. But there's just something holistically about Oregon. Even the name. Right now we're sitting in 67 degrees. It's awesome out here. The summertime in Oregon. It doesn't get any better. Perfect. I think Oregon has the best summers. Agreed. In the entire world. I have a friend who lived in Malibu. Uh-huh. And he wow. thinks that Malibu has the best uh. summers, but <laughs> I don't think so. If anyone's going <laughs> to compete, it might be Malibu. Yeah, that'll probably be the only other place where it's kind yes. of like, well, it might be better there. But yes. it just because it never gets too hot. I mean, there are some years where it is kind of like yeah. you have a few days where it might get into the hundreds yeah. or the 90s, but it's never yeah. too bad. It's not humid. Another plus is that there's so many trees Absolutely. that it's not hard to find shade. And find yeah. a cool spot. Yeah. Our state is also very pro hiking trails. Oh, yeah. So in the summer, there's so much stuff to do outside. Always. You never get bored. Always, always. Um, it's just the total package of the state. Yeah. I mean, I was born and raised here, too. So 58 years in this state. And I know how good I have it. Like, you mm-hmm. just can't even take it for granted. You know how good you have it. So that was a hard thing that we were factoring in on doing this Nomad Quest and not really knowing where we will land when you know how good you have it here. But yeah. And some people complain. If there's going to be a complaint, it's going to be about dark, rainy, cold winters. And my advice yeah. is have yourself a wood-burning fireplace which i think is i don't even know if that's legal to (laughs) build a house with a but if you can find an old house i mean that is to me sunshine right there in your fireplace i think people often think when they think of oregon they think of just kind of the rain yeah um but i think people are equating cloudiness with rain Mm. and it's not always pouring rain Mm -hmm. it's often just a drizzle or it's just cloudy Mm -hmm. and i get it yeah it gets dark a little bit early mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit early for my taste but that's only for a little bit yeah um it's cloudy but there's also still a lot of stuff you can do absolutely there's still a lot of great stuff and then when the summer comes it makes it all worth it yeah everything you went through in the winter it's paid off because now you have the mm-hmm. best summer ever I think it increases actually our brain's capacity to experience joy. Mm -hmm. So if you've adjusted and you're able to be medium level, average level, happy throughout the dark rainy season, your capacity to hit the highs of joy when on this 67 degree day like we've got today. Yeah. You can now feel what you got. You know, it's like, ah, you know, this is fantastic. Thank you again, my friend, for joining me in Thank the backyard under the apple tree. I think yeah. a little blossomy apple tree. And yeah, Thank sharing you for with letting me. me come and talk about my likes. You're it was welcome. very fun because I like them all. Your <laughs> likes were very interesting. Oh, good. Good. Um, I'm glad you found them interesting. I'm yeah. going to also, I mean, my daughter Ashley is going to give me some likes. My friend Janice, my friend Erica. So the thing is, you guys are so four diverse people that <laughs> it's going to be entirely different every time. So I'm looking forward we'll to those. We'll have up. to see if there are any overlaps. There may be. There may be. I'm hoping on very obscure things like roll with the changes. Yes. Or cookies. Yes. Uh, but we'll have to see. We'll find out <laughs> if we're all very seen. compatible people or not. 
All right. Would you close us out, Adam, in your very famous um, ending for every podcast? Peace out, Rainbow Trout. Peace out, Rainbow Trout. And keep on jabbering. (laughs) Keep on jabbering.